watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome to We Are Watching One Piece. We're here again to talk about, uh. 42 different characters. I'm looking ahead at my notes. I'm looking ahead at my notes, and there's literally just a section listing off character names. They don't even show up yet. They just they just tell you all of these people are gonna matter later. Anyways, hello. I, I'm I'm Jory. I'm joined by Joe. Hello, how's it going? It's true. It's true. It's it's going great. Uh, the CDC said that I could go down to the Corita Coliseum to see the carnage and um watch Luffy. I mean Lucy fight. Uh, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. No masks in the Corita Coliseum. <laughs> We're in Dress Rosa, and I have not been subtle about the fact that. It starts instantly and a million things happen and a million people show up. <laughs> and it's very funny on the rewatch just being like, yeah, I don't know how else they could have. <laughs> it has to start instantly. It has too many things it wants to do. I think, yeah, I think by the end of the second episode, everybody has like split up and has their own <laughs> shit to do. Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna We're gonna get into it today. Some of these threads that are being started. <laughs> There's a lot of them. If, uh... It, I these episodes might just have to move quick so they're not three four hours long consistently. You know, I've done my best to segment uh, Dress Rosa off into a manageable number of episodes. It's still the like the rest of this year basically, but uh, I hope you like Dress Rosa because we're in it uh, for a while. Seems pretty cool right now. Yeah, it seems like a chill place to be. It seems like a nice <laughs> vacation hotspot, and everyone's yeah. having a great time and entering uh coliseum tournaments and before before we get into this do you um you think just being like a regular ass person who lives in the new world is miserable like you're born there you live there you try to live your life but there's always just crazy shit going on no matter what because pirates are trying to find a treasure like more so than people in the rest of the world have to deal with (laughs) it's hard to say because so much of what we see is just the grand line and specifically places Luffy goes, and if Luffy shows up, you know shit's gonna go down by the end, like, within a matter of days. That's, like, I'm trying to think about, like, these, these introductions to Dress Rosa, and it's like, yeah, it seems like these people are happy under Doflamingo's rule, except for the people who aren't, um, which we really haven't gotten into the, the dissenters quite yet. For the, for the people of the upper privileged classes that uh, don't mind the bad stuff that Doflamingo is probably doing to keep his power, you know, they're having a good time. They go, they go to nice restaurants. They gamble. They go to a coliseum to watch people fight for fun. And it's just, I, I don't, law starts shit with with Doflamingo. So that's when things start to to go downhill for them as citizens. But uh, it, it, it's, I'm trying to think of like a single calm place we've seen. Like, has Luffy ever been to a place in the Grand Line where there was not conflict he became involved with or witnessed? Or some other combination, because, like, I have to imagine there is nice places in the Grand Line (laughs) that are relatively free from conflict. Uh, Maybe they're protected by a big-name pirate, so nobody fucks with it. But uh, we're never going to see that, because this is the Luffy show. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) I like the (laughs) Luffy show. He's a funny rubber boy. (laughs) We're talking today about episodes 630 through 639. Uh, the title card for this first episode, 630, immediately shows Luffy's disguise that he is going to take on soon, <laughs> which is great. I'm glad that they really waste no time changing outfits in this first episode. You gotta blend in. You gotta. 
so they all become old men. Everybody gets a mustache or a beard. Uh, it's great. I think Luffy feels very Master Roshi in his fit. I think yeah. it's intentional. Uh, it's gotta be just a little bit because he's got he's got the open shirt, the shorts, the beard, and the glasses. Like the only thing is, Master Roshi is like three hundred years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Everyone a fun calls Luffy an old tidbit. guy, but the beard. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't literally look old. He just has a white beard. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he he's buff as shit, which I guess is also true of Roshi. But <laughs> he eventually he starts putting on a disguise voice, as he calls it. I almost used the wrong pronouns because I'm thinking about the the English voice actor. Well, I guess actually both Luffy voice act uh, is voiced by women, but they they do a very fun like oh voice, which like. Uh, I, th- I think leans more into thinking it's an old guy anyway. And at this point, I don't remember how different the the Japanese disguise voice is because I didn't uh, pull it up and check. But <laughs> very fun, very fun dub voices for this uh, for this section. I like all the new characters' voices that we see in it. I like Dressrosa. I like basically... Here's the thing. There's a lot of characters that show up that you know don't matter because you can look at them and tell that they're one-off <laughs> designs. Yeah. Because they name a lot of characters, and I wrote down maybe half of them. Uh, for example, I was like, I don't remember this Spartan guy. And then I was like, oh, that's why I don't remember this Spartan guy. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, they land at Dressrosa, and right away, Law just kind of dumps a bunch of uh, lore and plans that everyone just goes along with pretty easily. Luffy tries to ride momonosuke again but he doesn't even remember that he did that in punk hazard <laughs> and he has another scary flashback to doflamingo uh and he yells at luffy saying one day he'll be the the, the shogun of wano so he must be respected <laughs> and then he cries on the nami's titties uh, well that's what one does that, mm-hmm. when you when, when you are going to be the shogun of wano <laughs> that is one of the things that comes with it law splits up his beaver card and gives it to I guess Nami. I'm trying to think of who on that team would have gotten it. I'm going to guess it's her. But uh, that that leads... Does he say where it goes? Because it's like... It, it goes to Zoe? His crew. Zoe? Yeah. Because that's where his crew, crew is, is at. Zoe. His crew is in Zoe, which is the name of an arc. So, um... <laughs> mm-hmm. I just didn't remember if he said it pointedly right then. Uh, but yeah, it leads to his crew there. Maybe th- who knows if that'll come up and what what's what's knows? Beppo doing there? They should have as soon as he said that they should have cut to Beppo just sitting there like, hey, it's me. I know you guys wanted to see me. Every episode should include a cut to Beppo. <laughs> like that's just <laughs> true. What, what if when Beppo's, Beppo's not on not screen? On screen? <laughs> yeah, we should be going. Where's I, Beppo? Where's Beppo? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so yeah, that's a secret tool for later. The Beaver card. And uh, he is leading a team to deliver Caesar on Green Bit with Robin and Usopp. And obviously Caesar, it's the four of them. They have to go through Dressrosa to get to Green Bit. They, he gives a reason. I think it's because the ship is going to be a diversion squad and something else, some other reason. But they take a long bridge there uh, through Dressrosa. The diversion squad that's staying on the boat is Chopper, Brook, uh, Nami, Momonosuke, and it's supposed to be Sanji. However, he instantly fucks off. He's, I think he smells food. Uh, when they notice that Sanji is gone, they also notice that uh, Luffy is gone, which is, I, I guess, the factory team, because uh, it's Luffy, Frankie, Zoro, and Kinemon, because Kinemon also wants to find his uh, 
his comrade. But yeah, I mean, I don't know why Law thought that a plan would work. Uh, <laughs> he shows up, instantly starts putting the plot on rails, and it's still not quick enough. Like, he still wasn't <laughs> fast enough to stop Luffy's ship. Yeah. But then we go and follow Luffy's team walking into town. Instantly, it's just fucking Disneyland. There's, you know, everybody shopping and walking around. A pleasant place. Weird. There's a bunch of just sentient toys walking around. Yeah, hmm. it's fucked up. Um, hey, hey, yeah, toy, I feel about that. It's, uh, it's fu- it made me think of um, Shrek, you know, the like, how when you, when you go. The ogre? They, the, the, yeah, the ogre Shrek. It made me think of the movie when they go to Duloc and there's like the the show at the, that they do to sing the song about Duloc. Mm-hmm. That's what all these fucked up toys living in this land just made me think. You think it, you about. think it's a Pinocchio situation? <laughs> um, it could you know uh, whatever it is. I don't like it because they show. Um, I don't uh-huh. know if interracial marriage is the best way to describe it, but interspecies. Uh, <laughs> you, you know. I am fine with, like, fishmen and humans or, like, whatever, but toys and people, it, it seems strange <laughs> to a point where, because whatever the, whatever the reasoning is, I have a hard time believing it's, oh, yeah, there's just, like, toys that are people. Like, there has to be something else that's similar to, like, if they got to, if they met Frankie on an island where people are just married to robots, like, that's what it feels like to me. Like, someone has figured out a way to make toys just alive. And it's uncomfortable, and <laughs> I don't like it. I know plenty of people who have strong relationships with toys. I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't judge. There's, there's a whole bit that I'm not going to do here. Um, but, but yes, that is immediately is, is a thing that they have to deal with. At one point, Luffy's like, I'm over it. It's not cool anymore. Like, he's like, it's like, it's not new or special to me anymore. I've been here five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Another important thing is that women just like to stab people here. Like, that's just a <laughs> plot point that they bring up. Well, you know, <laughs> all women are queens, and we mm-hmm. let them do what they want. Uh-huh. Um, and the way they explain it doesn't really make them seem like they're in the wrong. It's just like, what well, a woman's love is spurned. She goes and kills. And uh, The power of dress, Rosa. So it's just like you cheat on a woman and she can just stab you and everyone just knows that's the case. But the bigger question that raises it uh, I don't know if questions right away. Yeah, why the f- if people know about this, why the fuck are they still doing it? Uh cuz men ain't shit, Jory. I hate to break it to you. Cuz <laughs> you know they um they explain they they basically apply that all the women inside dress rose are beautiful cuz all women are mm-hmm. beautiful. All women are queens. <laughs> all women are queens and if that's the case, you're going to find your perfect woman here. You don't need to do anything that you don't even need to break up with her. You're set right away. Yeah. And even if you feel like you do, is it worth getting stabbed over? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's things like if you go into a relationship knowing, hmm, in this country, uh, stabbing over adultery is just expected and legal. Um, I, you probably wouldn't do it, but apparently that's not the case like maybe that maybe that's the other side of it is that all the women are so beautiful and perfect that the men just have no resistance to it when they see a second one they're like holy shit i don't know i wonder if this will pay off with uh someone who loves women no (laughs) no 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 god no you kidding (laughs) you think one piece would take low-hanging fruit (laughs) that boy can stretch you don't need it anyways they get their disguises 
and they're going to find food. Uh, because, well, also, a toy recognizes Luffy. They don't, they're just like, I saw you in the paper today, and they're like, alright, we need to, uh, change our, our outfits. I don't know if, I'm assuming Kinemon gave them to disguises with his power. I don't know if they say it, and I blinked, but that's what I assume is where they got it. Or maybe they shop around. Kinemon has a whole bit at the beginning where he's like, yeah, women wear, or no, men wear suits here and women wear nothing. Um, which isn't even true yeah. once you get into the island, but... Well, he just wanted to see boobs. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> but they get on their disguises, and I guess they get split up for a second because Zoro is alone when he meets a scary blind man who wears all purple, which, if they just waited a couple episodes to change the opening, this would be a lot more effective, <laughs> but uh, he meets, he meets a, a scary blind man that we'll see a little bit of uh, in the next couple episodes. And he directs, he's, cause he's looking for a place to gamble and Zoro's like, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. But they end up at the <laughs> same place because there is gambling in the, the place they go to eat. <laughs> Sanji also makes a very important point once they're in the restaurant. Why is nobody concerned about the news that Doflamingo stepped down from the Warlords? Their fucking God King is giving up a lot of power and like no one's batting an eye. That's concerning to him. Then they don't bring it up again for the rest of these episodes. <laughs> I don't think, anyway. Oh, Law brings it up later, before they go across the bridge. So, so still no answers, just two people no. notice it. Two yeah. people think, hmm, <laughs> oh well, back to the plan. Uh, but yeah, they're enjoying their food. My notes here just say fairies, question mark. I don't remember the first, like, when they were brought up in this episode. I think just the, the, the toy waiter doesn't shut the fuck up about, like, the island's legends or their norms here, and he mentions yeah. fairies. Yeah, he does. Which, um, again, you know, the opening kind of gives that away. But also, sure. even the opening didn't give it away by showing Nami getting tied down like Gulliver's Trap. Not Nami, Robin getting tied Robin, down yeah. like Gulliver's Travels. If if a character brought up while they when they just got to an island, yeah, there's a, we, we're stupid here, we believe in fairies, because that's kind of how the yeah, waiter phrases it is because the way it phrases it in such a way like yeah we're just dumb and we believe in fairies even though it's probably not real but we still believe it it's like oh there's there's fairies they're, they're absolutely yeah, they're, real. They're, yeah they're, this is the first episode <laughs> of a new arc are you fucking kidding me all right yeah so over at the other side of the room is uh this blind guy who we learn his name i'll just go ahead and start saying fujitora um well it's <laughs> That's a title. I guess his real name is Isho. Or yeah, maybe the other way around. I, don't, I can never fucking remember with these people. But <laughs> Zoro talks. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a blind guy over there just fucking crushing at roulette. Like, he's just picking <laughs> the color uh, and dominating. All, all the other gamblers are just betting on whatever he bets. So they're all just kind of destroying the house. And somebody who is revealed to be uh, a member of the Don Quixote Pirates uh, crew... There's a lot of these fucking assholes who just show up and you can tell that they're in the crew because of how they dress. But uh, he comes over and is like, I'm in charge now. And basically just lies about whatever his bet is. Like he's right every time, but he just says, oh, it wasn't. You said white. It landed on white, but then he says it's black. So he loses the, you know, he thinks he lost. He says they just do that for a while. He, he decides to bet. He bets it all. And that's the fucking cliffhanger of this episode, is that this guy, this blind guy, is betting all his money. The suspense. <laughs> the next episode starts right there, and yet again, he's still right, but being told that he's wrong. But as the, the, the pirate goes to say, like, it landed on, and Luffy's like, hey, it's white, good job, old man. He just, he just, he just comes over and is like, yeah, no, there it is, I can see it. And 
he gets very mad at Luffy. He's like, I'm in charge here. And all the customers, restaurant goers, I literally couldn't think of those words. All those people are like, wow, <laughs> this is a, patrons. These, these, these are, well, we, we have our patrons. That's different. But uh, <laughs> they're, they're all like, man, this is a new low for even the Don Quixote pirates. And also the, the pirates mention that they're getting away with this because Buffalo's not here. I don't know if that matters in the long run, but I guess it's interesting to know that like all these people have their own kind of jobs when they're not off being shown in characters. Yeah. Uh, so Fujitora, who is you know still to us just a blind man wearing all purple, he stands up and is like, "Okay, well I'm gonna send all these people to hell now," and he like <laughs> unsheaths his sword and like slices them all up, but like there's no cuts. They don't seem to feel anything, and it's not like they draw they draw it out too long for it to be the brook thing, where like he has to close it and then they all get yeah. Cut. But similarly, I, I would say probably a play on the same sort of visual bit is as he starts to sheath his sword, it does seem relative to the power that he is using on them, which yeah. is to say everyone he cut just kind of falls to the floor as their bodies become heavier and heavier. <laughs> Until they eventually just fucking destroy the floor and sink to, I guess, the center of the planet. <laughs> so, um, that's fucked up. This guy rules in uh, Pirate Warriors, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. That's fucked up power. And also, <laughs> are, it, um, are we supposed to believe that, like... He's just really, because my thought when he did that was like, oh, he was cheating too. Like he was cheating at gambling. That was my guess. Probably. Is that he's he's using a little bit of fucked up gravity to like adjust the pebble and not like, I have I just have really good luck. Even though this isn't what the outcome I thought was gonna happen, because I thought because Zoro like interacted with him outside and those guys were lying to him. Zoro was gonna walk over and do his dumb bullshit. I have really good luck actually thing that he hasn't brought up <laughs> since like. Logetown. <laughs> oh, you mean like when he threw the sword and I didn't like cut him? Yeah, because he's like, my good luck's gonna counteract the bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. I kind of wish that was a, that'd be a fun. I, I, I thought that was gonna be like he was gonna do that because he'd just keep hearing that he's losing, and then after that happens, like, hey, you guys are cheating, <laughs> and that's what happened. Yeah. But no, it's just Luffy be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So he has fucked up gravity powers, and. It's very cool. I think he's very cool. Uh, he sees he's blind and he's like, yeah, it's good, actually, because the crimes in this world are better to not see. But I, I uh, on the gambling thing, I could see either that he uses gravity to, to win it. And then it's just like testing these assholes and like playing into it. But also, I would believe the alternate that he also is just really lucky and <laughs> buys them, buy, believes their word. Either way. We haven't seen, um, I mean, we haven't seen very much of him yet. So anyways, while he's doing that, it seems maybe at first uh, this is related. It's not. But some stuff has been stolen uh, while he's leaving. He he gives his like a piece of paper to the owner of the restaurant is like, yeah, just charge all the damage to this address and it'll get taken care of. And they like scream. They're like, holy shit, is this really who you are? And Luffy's like, wait, what's your name? And he's like, I have a feeling it's better if neither of us know who each other are. <laughs> Call it a hunch. Uh, which, I, wonder, which, I wonder why. I wonder why, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if I've seen him in the opening alongside uh, 
Maybe wearing a different coat. <laughs> yeah, after he leaves, people notice stuff was stolen, including one of Zoro's swords. And, and, and importantly, the, the very special one from Wano, because this pisses off Kinemon as well. Uh, it was probably fairies. So everyone's like, oh, well, what can you do? Forget about it. And uh, <laughs> Zoro's like, are you all fucking out of your mind? You're just going to let people steal your shit? They see that his sword is like stuck in the window with like a bag of shit. You can't see anybody carrying it, but they just kind of see like it's stuck in the window and they're like, aha. And he like chases after it. Just kind of cannonballs through a fucking window. <laughs> and he runs off. Uh, and then Kinemon also runs off because he cares about the sword. Sanji follows because Zoro's his boyfriend, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's re- he really just yells at Zoro to, to knock it off. Um, but he follows, and then Frankie's like, <laughs> Luffy and Frankie are the only two left in the restaurant, and Frankie's like, oh, I guess I have to be the adult when it's us, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. Shit. <laughs> and yeah, no, they're, so they're instantly uh, separated again. Kinemon pretty much immediately loses track of them. Uh, I guess he was the third one to go, or maybe Sanji runs past him, I don't, it doesn't fucking matter, but the fucking well, wind. They, they were like running around trying to find the fairy, and Kinemon's like, now's my chance to do what I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like I'll, I'll just get the sword and return it to wano problem solved <laughs> but he the wind fucking knocks his hat off and he has to get it back to hide his top knot which he doesn't technically do because the hat like his the outline of it sticks through the hat which is funny um, i would just simply uh change my hairstyle the, the time I was he can't honor honor <laughs> i don't actually know um enough about samurai i'm assuming that's why he wouldn't take it down Probably. But, probably. But uh, somebody is watching Kinemon. And that comes back up in a little bit. Uh, but Frankie is like, no, Luffy, we're here for a, an actual reason. We have to progress the plot. So he like, they drag the <laughs> the guy who was fucking with Fujitora, the, the, the pirate man. Um, they drag him outside and like beat him up and try to get information <laughs> out of him. Uh, but he doesn't really know anything. He's, he's too far down the chain. He's like, uh, everyone higher up than me that's, that matters is, is at the Coliseum because there's a big, a big important prize being given away to this, this, uh, this, this big tournament. And he, he goes to say what the prize is, and then we cut to the Coliseum. We get a bunch of shots of this place, which we're going to see plenty of. Uh, the announcer is talking about it, and he reveals the prize, which we already know. <laughs> yeah, we already, yeah. We're already told. <laughs> Oh, also, we see a toy soldier with one leg um, who is, uh, he hates the Coliseum and is trying to scare people away. That, you know, that probably won't be an extremely vital uh, thing to remember. But well, we saw we saw him earlier when he's one of the first toys I saw. His arm oh, was, was like, taken away by a dog or whatever. He's like, hey, give me back my arm. Yeah. I don't. That was like I, our introduction is... to toy people. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I must not have clocked that it was the same one. But this is where I wrote down that it's the toy soldier. Uh, the light. I think they call him the Lightning Soldier. Also, I don't remember. Yeah, he has like got one leg. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. Uh, and he, he scoots around on a little, uh, little like roller skate on his one leg. He like swaps between. Mm-hmm. It's neat. He uh he's chased away by guards, and then yeah, the Coliseum reveals the big prize. Holy shit! It's the Flame Flame Fruit. It's Ace's fruit. Um, and Luffy also learns this uh, at the end of the episode. So now he knows. Now now. You know, he th- he th- he thought the prize was gonna be meat. Uh, it's actually more important than that, believe it or not. So this next episode, six thirty-two, starts with the 
Coliseum announcer revealing a bunch of big names that are going to be here to fight in the Coliseum. Big people from the Don Quixote Pirates. There's just pictures of them on a screen and their names. Uh, but they announce uh, Senior Pink Dellinger. I don't like them. Yeah, I don't like them. Dellinger's uh, a child. Is the thing. So um, there's, you know, uh, I'll let you introduce everyone before I tell you my issues okay. with, with okay. every one of them. Okay, so I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go down the list and you say uh, like or dislike. So we already, uh, sen- Senior Pink, you said dislike. I don't like them. Dellinger. I don't like them either. Loudy. I'll explain in a minute. But uh, Loudy, they're, um, they're fun. They're a fighting game character. <laughs> yeah. Mock Vice. Uh, he, he seems like he could be cool. And finally is the champion of the Coliseum, Diamante, who's just Steven Tyler. There's just something about Dellinger and the way he looks. I f- he just he gives me that visceral... On purpose. He, 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 I, he, he has, like, mad, like, one-slur energy to him, <laughs> and that I fucking hate it. As soon as I saw him, I, I, I just flash back to, like, I'd be scrolling on, like, Tumblr or something, and someone would have this, like long drawn out post about how fucked up this person is and then the response the like reblog response is what is this the fucker you're talking about it's just him like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird or just uh he, he just looks like uh um, someone would weird like fan stuff going on with him <laughs> yeah i i just kind of i'm looking at google images and i think you're right uh <laughs> um but well you know he doesn't show up for real in this chunk, so eventually yeah. we'll have to unpack the, 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 the Dellinger of it all, the Dellinger escape <laughs> plan. But for now, yeah. Senior Pink is the, it was the other big problem you had, which he is a, he has a kink. Like, right away, it's clear. <laughs> He's, it's a very quick flash, but I think you can tell he has the, he has like a pacifier in his mouth. Yeah. yeah and he's wearing like a baby bonnet on his. He yep. haven't, you haven't, you don't get to see his full design. He commits. But yeah, it's he's 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 a he's a thing to unpack. Um, yeah, Lauji's just a fucking old guy. Mock Vice is just a big guy, and Diamante is Steven Tyler. Uh, and we actually got our introduction to Diamante because he's the guy that uh, Doflamingo gave the fruit to, um, the champion, the, the the top of the Coliseum, most important guy. Um, and uh, F- Fujitora is just in the audience. They the, the the guy explains when he's talking about the flame flame fruit. Uh, or yeah, it's it's the the pirate guy that they're interrogating in the alley, uh, Luffy and Frankie. He says apparently that fruits return randomly. Uh, like we don't know where in the world they're gonna show up when uh somebody dies. But I saw that actual idol shit. I don't believe you. Like that <laughs> that was like feet away. Uh, maybe maybe Oda changed his mind. Uh, and just kept <laughs> both of those. Uh, who I don't I don't know which one's true, but I don't. Maybe care. maybe the like uh fruit changing was a. M- anime detail like something that wasn't in the manga hmm i'd believe that if 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 someone told me like because it appearing somewhere else in the world uh makes more sense to me <laughs> i'm just going off of a dragon ball logic which is when you make a wish the yeah dragon ball scatter <laughs> yeah i i don't know i think the i think the i think both of these scenes are manga i don't remember now about the axolotl one i'd have to look it up but i hmm feel like I looked it up at the time. That's a, that that those shots are way too fucking specific to just be like put it in the anime only. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh if you know, uh get at us on Twitter or Discord or something. But someone's got to know who's listening. 
So, surely. We used to have a manga correspondent, but they resigned, and it's just, it's a hard position to refill, um, especially in this economy, but, uh, anyways, uh, this guy's talking about, like, yeah, this really powerful guy, Ace, and it's the strongest type of fruit, the Logia, and Frankie's like, hey, you have a brother named Ace, don't you, Luffy? <laughs> uh, and then it clicks pretty quickly, he's like, oh, I understand that this is an important thing that you need to go get. Yeah, and Luffy, like, out the gate is like, oh, Frankie, you don't have a power. Do you want to eat it if I get it? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I want to swim. I like swimming too much. Which I'm like, you're a robot! Can you swim? I, I Alternatively, I don't even want to know what kind of fucked up shit would happen if uh, a robot had a fire logia fruit. Like, what's the combination you know, of fucking moving parts I, there? But I, I don't want to know, like, how much of Frankie, like, works with the fruit. Like... <laughs> does it affect his does robot parts or not because like how tightly bound are they to like his being I don't that the fruit would know. help <laughs> i don't know i think it's really cool that luffy is just like he cares about frankie that much just immediately be like do you want it i'll give it to you yeah like rather I, than like you know he's a he's a he you know moves pretty quick in his thought process so maybe he's not even like thinking like well who's the person on my crew who would most you know value this power he's just like frankie's next to me yeah and Luffy's just me like, oh, I can't eat it. <laughs> yeah, he can't have it. Uh, you, you know, Sanji probably would benefit the most because, I don't know, fire cooking. But uh, I don't think Sanji and could he be trusted with the... fire kicks. <laughs> well, you can make him I... even more fire? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see what happens. If he... Maybe he doesn't even win the tournament. <laughs> oh, maybe uh, Doflamingo eats it. Yeah, yeah he's, then he just has fire strings. That's absolutely yep. it. Uh, he also has whatever oh, fucked no, up. What if a Blackbeard gets it? Oh, yeah, there's a fucking the Hydra theory that he can have a third <laughs> power, too. Why not? Uh, yeah, Luffy's like, I gotta go get that shit. He's like, basically, he's like, look, I don't really know what happens with it after I get it, but I don't want some fucking stranger to get it. It's, it's that's, you know, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go be in control of this thing. So he's gonna go enter the tournament. Zoro is still chasing down his sword. Sanji is, like, right behind him and chiding him about it, but he gets distracted by a hot dancing lady. You hate to see it. Zoro's like, don't you know that women stab people here? And he's like, she can stab me. She can fill me full of holes if she wants to. Uh, Sanji says, please peg me. And uh, eventually he notices that he's completely lost Zoro. Uh, But he doesn't really mind because he's watching... Uh, this nice lady dance, and, you know, her design is significant enough, and also the title of this episode is Dancing Girl Violet, that you know that she's <laughs> important. She gives him a wink, and then later, like, not even that later, it's like, basically the next scene, he's like, man, he's like, he's like down bad. I don't remember, you. I guess, like, he's just, like, thinking, like, man, I wish, I wish Nami or Robin would love me. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And then this, then this, uh, this woman, Violet, runs up and asks him for help. She's like, can you, can, you, can you hold me real quick so we can hide from the guards? And he gets a nosebleed in the process. Uh, the guards run by. She's like, yeah, they're chasing after me because I stabbed a guy, which maybe it's not legal. <laughs> but uh, he's like, I completely support your stabbing. And she is moved by his support for the stabbing. Uh, he's just like, sure, it's, you know what? You can't control what the passion of love does. You can stab me all you want. Um, So at this point, Sanji decides to ignore the anime he is in, and supposed to be in, and decides to be Violet's bodyguard. (laughs) Yeah? He just just walks off with her, and that's 
he forgets he has a crew, I guess. I, at one point, he has a thought where he's like, Nami, Robin, I hope you're okay wherever you are, but this is who I am now. Which, uh, is this the first time a woman has shown him genuine affection? I mean, I'm genuine with an asterisk, of course, because we see where this goes today, <laughs> the last, but... last few minutes of what we watched. Um, I, I, pretty sure, yeah. I think so. So, I don't blame him. But, I, I uh, feel like there's probably some uh, filler we skipped where a woman uh, probably did the same exact thing that Violet hit his uh, maybe. asterisk is into him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that unfolds across these episodes. Kinemon running around uh, alone is like, oh yeah, I also need to find my comrade Kanjiro here. And uh, he is briefly distracted by a pretty lady, but his honor keeps him running forward. <laughs> Sanji steal some ingredients and kicks the shit out of some people to cook for Violet. That's a funny quick scene. Uh, and now Luffy is at the Coliseum. Uh, the guards chase the one-legged toy back here, but he jumps like up on the wall and like sticks an arm through the, through the window. And he's like, uh, your jurisdiction does not uh, allow for the Coliseum. You can't come in here. You can't fuck with me. I have diplomatic immunity. They are like, damn. He got us, and they walk away. Which one fucked up that the Coliseum has that rule? That the fucking yeah. the co- too bad for cops. <laughs> All the the locals here, including this toy, have uh, like sort of Spanish accents. Like this guy feels like an Antonio Banderas impersonation, um, which means yeah. I will not be doing any of the voices on this podcast. <laughs> but it's good. I think it's. I think it's a good call. Um, I don't. I mean. I, I'm hoping I didn't look up how many of these voice actors are white. I hope none of them, but uh, the voices in themselves are are good. Yeah, they they have like a lot of the in they have like music stings that match that as well, like Latin music. Yeah, um, Violet's Dance, uh, especially. Yeah, it's fl- uh, some flamenco stuff. But uh, the toy talks to Luffy. He's a funny little guy. <laughs> uh, although he is uh, distressed at Luffy entering uh, the tournament, which he is going to do, and everyone's like. Are you sure, old guy? You sure? I don't think this is a good idea, um, but he's gonna do it. Uh, next episode starts with him entering, and he, Frankie's like, "Just be careful that nobody figures out who you are. You know, don't you know? Fight as hard as you can without making it uh, right away clear." And he's like, "I got it. I'm gonna use my disguise voice." And then he goes to write down his name, and he's like, "Luffy." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, shot, Lucy, Lucy, <laughs> Lucy. The pirate. Uh, the, the most powerful unknown warrior, Lucy, appears is the name of this episode. I love the Lucy bit. <laughs> I think uh, I think his num- there's 550 tournaments in this. He's the last or, uh, ter- people in the tournament. He's the last one to sign up. I think 550 is like Gomu in like I think those are the like it's the same thing. Like the words for those uh, numbers are Go and Mu. I think that's the bit there. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. Five is go, so I'd believe that. Yeah, this, this is trivia I learned when I watched this the same year that we started the podcast, and it's just stuck with me because I think it's cute. But also, I mean, his birthday is 5-5, five, five. Um, so <laughs> that's also good. Good, 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 good synergy there. Uh, I, but I love, I love, the, he eventually puts on, like, a cape and some shit when he, like, suits up before his round, and it's just, it's just such a good look. The fake beard, his fucking... Sun pineapple shirt that I think he stole from Frankie from an earlier arc, and he gets a cape. And uh, <laughs> you you can wear this outfit in Burning Blood, I think. I don't know. I can't remember Ooh. if it's in Pirate Warriors three. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure four has at least the shirt, maybe not the the cape, maybe both. I don't remember. It's been a while since I played uh, the dress rehearsal levels on that. Um, it's been like calendar year, I suppose, since that game came out. But uh, anyways, yes, uh, Lucy um, is here. I don't know where Luffy went, but Lucy is the main character of the show now. I bet I bet Lucy's great friends with Soka King. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Frankie can't follow inside. Lu- uh, Lucy is now alone. I was I was hoping Frankie would en- enroll in the tournament too. He's got to deal with this factory shit. He, 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 he's got to do it. Um, and he's like, someone's got to be a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess me, the, like, 40-year-old man has to. Yeah. All these fucking 20-year-olds are useless. Uh, and the toy, the toy is like, as I feared, my Rebecca is inside. And then he doesn't bring it up again. <laughs> uh, but he kind of sticks with Frankie for a while. They kind of lightly gesture at plot stuff, but nothing really progresses in the chunk that we're watching today, just because there are so many threads going on in Dress Rosa that, like, occasionally the show will remind you that, like, here's Frankie, here's, like, a taste of what he's going to do, but <laughs> he can't really start until more shit happens. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of check-ins and stuff like that throughout the arc as, the, you know, it's a juggling act. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he, he's talking about the factory and the toy seems to know about it. Like, this is the first person who has seemed to have been like, oh, yeah, you want to do it? You want to fuck up the factory? And then you don't see their conversation. <laughs> and then, like, five episodes later, it seems like they didn't have the conversation. Yeah. So that's <laughs> weird. Uh, Sanji's given affection. They're on the run. Luffy is inside using his undercover uh, voice. Uh, most, yeah, so a lot of these combatants are nameless, unimportant. You know, you're not going to have 550 new characters that matter, but, like, 20 maybe. Uh, this is, I mean, it's, it's an approximation of a tournament arc because it, it basically boils down to four giant fights and then those four winners are going to fight, uh, to continue. It's a very simplified tournament. Um, can't imagine it being any more spread out than it is though. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yes, this big guy Spartan is apparently a big deal. He's established as like a heavy for the Coliseum and Luffy folds him like laundry in one punch. <laughs> And all the important people notice this as they're in shadow. And uh, a guard comes over and says that, you know, this will disqualify you. You're not allowed to fight inside the, the barracks or whatever the fuck it's called. But this is stopped by three new characters who come over. <laughs> uh, they are, I think, related. I don't know. They're all from the same country. They're a trio of people. But it's Sai, Boo, and Don Chin Zhao from the country of Kano. Con- is for Mortal Kombat. He started a country. Yep. And uh, they're like, no, 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 Spartan started it. Disqualify him. And he's like dead on the fucking ground. Uh, Luffy <laughs> Luffy thanks them and they hate being thanked so much. Or I guess just, I, th- I think it's just Sai who hates being thanked so much that he wants to start a fight about it and Boo holds him back. And uh, it's weird to me that uh, Don Chin Chao doesn't say anything to Luffy right away because he does later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're also introduced to some other people here, like the Funk Brothers. I think that's a wrestling reference. Prob- I believe you. Uh, I don't know Dory what it Funk is. Junior and uh, Terry Funk, who are brothers. What are What are these guys' names? It's Bobby and something. I think. Um, I didn't write it down. Kelly and Bobby. Kelly and Bobby. I don't remember how important they are, but Funk Brothers is a damn good name to say. Uh, some other people here. There's uh, King Elizabello II, who I will only uh, be referring to as Punch King. Uh, he's a punch-out character. He's, he's a, he's a punch-out <laughs> character, and he is being assisted by his country's 
tactician Dogma, who's just Eggman. That's just Eggman. That's our That's second just, Eggman. We have, uh, gee, One Piece, how come Oda lets you have two Eggmen? Uh, they're, from, they're from a country called Prodence. Um, I hope they're doing okay without their fucking king and tactician right now. <laughs> There's also uh, a guy named Orlumbus. I didn't write down anything about him, but his name's Orlumbus. Sometimes you just gotta make up words. Yeah, uh, Bellamy's here, don't worry about it. And then there's another guy named Cavendish. Um, they mention him, we don't see him yet. And another yeah. name that we hear and don't see is Bartolomeo. We're gonna talk a lot about Bartolomeo. Um, but yeah, so it's 550 people, apparently. Um, the wiki here says 556, actually, but then later it says 550, so maybe that's just a typo. <laughs> or, or, or maybe they're counting the four... Don Quixote people? I don't know. doesn't matter. I think they are. That's only four, so I'm still down two. But anyways, uh, Lucy is in C-block, so there will be two big fights before he is uh, in the ring himself. And the first match starts. <laughs> we'll check in on it in the next episode. Uh, Luffy is getting armor. He, he wants to wear all of it, but there's a weight limit, which I have to assume <laughs> is why uh, Rebecca is naked. We'll deal with that later. Uh, um, yeah, sure. That's probably why. That's the, I'm, that's the only thing I can... Uh, he, Luffy's like, I guess that's why all these people are half naked, because it's a bunch of buff guys. And how does the weight limit work when you have a giant in the fucking competition anyway? What's the sliding scale on this shit? <laughs> that's, prob- that's a good point. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's a way for Oda to be like, it's kind of like pro wrestling. <laughs> that's... Sure, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like wrestling. They're in a ring. They gotta throw each other out of the ring. Uh, it's cooler do, if yeah. they're half-naked, buff, glistening dudes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But there is like, yeah, there is some weird. Uh, I, I, I do wonder about the mechanics because some of these guys are just fucking massive. They're not wearing armor; they're just big guys. So maybe there's, maybe yeah, I don't know. Um, he sees a statue of a guy named Kiros, um, which is how they pronounce it in the dub. And uh, well, uh, we'll deal with that later. He's a guy, <laughs> and. Uh, this episode ends with a man named Cavendish appearing, and his <laughs> sheer presence makes all the women employees of the Coliseum faint at his feet. And 634 continues with... Um, Finally, our- a character just like me. <laughs> we, I'm, yeah, uh, he, he walks into the room, and it seems like his power is just being hot. Like, he's just <laughs> a hot guy who people love. He talks about, like, you know, uh, he talks to Luffy, or Lucy, I should say, uh, as he tries to, he, he's like, oh, you can't wear all that, there's a weight limit, and then as he's, like, <laughs> ignoring him, he goes on to explain, like, yes, this, uh, this, this Coliseum is a place where people let their repressed feelings fly, the bloodlust is revealed, and he, like, picks off a, a petal from the rose he has and <laughs> stares at it as the color of blood, and then he eats it. So I was, uh, I was, as soon as they introduced Cavendish, I was, at first I was like, I, I had a, I had a, a dumb brain thought. I was like, oh, it's going to be a pretty lady. But because, uh, she's like fighting, they just call her him and it's, it's going to nope. be some dumb thing like that. It's like, oh no, it's just a, a pretty guy. I'm not interested. And then he ate the fucking rose petal. I was <laughs> like, okay, this guy rules. <laughs> I, I, I love Cavendish. <laughs> it's really funny because he he tell whatever he's telling a story it gets like that flowery like mm-hmm. border yeah, around it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they just they liked the shoujo Luffy bit too much. They just made up a guy for the bit. <laughs> New bit it's dropped. The, 
It's even better though when it's like a little bit later. He just fucking eats the rest of the yeah, rose. He eats the rest of the rose and then pulls out another one later. <laughs> he's he's the best. It's I love Cavendish. Uh, he's not the best. Uh, there's another character in this arc that I would call the best, but he he's he's incredible. He yeah he just eats the whole fucking rose. He I guess he introduces himself because Luffy's like yeah I'm Luffy and he's like what. How, what? Everyone's like, what? Luffy's here? And then, like, he turns around, <laughs> and they see his name on his back as Lucy, and they're like, man, you gotta enunciate better, you old fuck. <laughs> Which is so, so good. Kevin uh, Dish goes on to say, like, oh, if Luffy really was here, rules be damned, I'd murder him on the spot. Uh, because he stole the spotlight from him. He, he, he's, he, he, he's like three years ago, I was the hottest, most, most important guy on the scene. And then this fucking war of the best happened and Luffy took it all from me. So that's his arc. <laughs> that, that, that leads to some great, uh, some, some great things the audience gets to revel in. Just like, oh, he doesn't know that's Luffy next to him. Uh, which I guess is what we get when Luffy's like, man, I wish Usopp was here. Anyways, here's my friend Soga King. <laughs> Someone was listening in that conversation also. There's like, it's revealed in these episodes that there's like Marines scouting out the, the tournament. Um, that's what that is. But uh, we cut away to a girl who's wearing basically nothing. Uh, this is Rebecca. And she stops and stares at the statue of Kiros. And she sees uh, Luffy looking at it. And I guess she introduces herself. I, don't, I, I think she says her name or someone says her name. People yeah. like cat caller as she's walking by uh which is weird but she they established that she kicks ass um because she does uh she talks to luffy about this statue of, of kiros and she is like yeah it's it's this testament to some great important competitor in the coliseum but literally no one on this island remembers who he is or who made the statue or how long it's been here. And that's fucking weird, right? Surely that's not going to come back, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, no. You kidding? But she's clearly affected by it. And I for some reason, she, you know, she looks at it wistfully, but doesn't seem like anyone knows why it's here. She's taken with it. By the way, her plan is to kill uh, Doflamingo. That's what she wants out of this. <laughs> yeah. By the way. She hates the man. Can't blame her. I don't remember if she gives a reason. I just wrote down that she wants to kill him. No, she just wants to kill him. Oh, great. So block A is happening pretty fucking quickly. It's basically over uh, because the mystery man is is uh, is is dominating it. I don't know. I did a quick 180 on this guy. You know, yeah, he... I'm stupid. And I was like, oh, cool. He's the happy store guy. This guy rules. <laughs> he wears and a bag they... <laughs> on his head that says happy store. And he's like, happy store. And he's like <laughs> yeah. destroying everybody. I was wondering if you recognized he he's bigger and different than the last time we saw him. But I was wondering if you clocked who he was before he reveals it. I'm guessing that's a no. Um moments before when they made okay. a big deal about the reveal when they started to make a deal about the reveal i was like oh fucking who else is big buff and has purple hair uh but up until he he won i was like this guy rules he he there reminds was me of chow like chow, yeah. chow karate and you know you can put like the different like hats on your chow like masks and one of them's a bag oh. that's what i was thinking of and just him going happy store is really fucking good however it is jesus purchase um the second in command to blackbeard Cool, we needed his fucking fingers in this arc, too. Yeah, uh, why has he got to be here? Uh, I mean, I'm sure he says it, but we know I mean, that Blackbeard wants powerful double fruits, so. I mean, Blackbeard is in the opening. 
that's that well that's because it's the 15th anniversary and he's the main bad guy yeah <laughs> but yeah he he won block a that's already fucking taken care of and i think luffy recognizes him when he sees him yeah yeah he, he, he flash like, back oh, to jaya oh fuck yeah well th- that's the thing that's weird is that flashback to J- wasn't wasn't he there with blackbeard when they fucking went to impel down i don't think so I, don't, I, I, I think himself? they show up they show up separately i think luffy only okay. sees blackbeard and they meet up after okay yeah that that would have been yeah that that makes sense because luffy remembers him from giant it's like that's the that's the world champion i saw that's the fighting champion it's like i i think it's like cool that the, the luffy like going off that he has the pro wrestler appearance and like the the championship belt and stuff and that's how luffy I remembers think he him doubled in size though yeah that's he is much bigger from the flashback got, to now uh, terrible facial hair as well yeah uh, his beard's fucked up it looks like uh my brother's dad's that's that's <laughs> for me only but that's what what his facial hair looks i like. laugh at the thought of it though <laughs> frankie talks to soldier boy about um his plans basically i think they're in the stands of this uh yeah, they are. yeah. and but basically they're getting a bunch of dirty looks because he can't talk about you know, rebelling against Doflamingo in public, basically. They, they, they go outside to uh, not really have a conversation uh, yet. And we see some, some of those Marines again reporting uh, all the big shots that they see. And there's a pirate that comes in and, and picks on him. Uh, it, the, the, the text on the screen lets us know that he's part, of, he's, he's part of the Bartow Club, which you can probably guess who leads that club based on names we've seen. Uh, he looks like a fucking asshole. Uh, and he kind of is, but in a charming way that I like. And he, he I mean, he gets, just, he gets, he gets got. He, he, the Marine <laughs> takes fucking care of him. Uh, I guess this report's done because one of the, one of them reports uh, to uh, Fujitora, which is now being revealed um, as if we weren't watching the opening to be one of the Marine admirals. He gets a big coat prepared for him as they uh <laughs> he gives the report and he's like yeah okay we're gonna need a bunch of navy ships but i'm gonna go to green bit myself so that's you know worry about that i guess uh before this episode ends though remember that i said bellamy's here uh, yeah <laughs> they really just fucking gloss over it like it doesn't matter in 633 well you know they they show him that they also i immediately picked out his fucking silhouette <laughs> Oh, well, they're like, too, yeah. there's but tons of bad guys in here. It's like, I know that fucking guy's yeah. face. Hey, that's Bellamy. Um, but at the end of this episode, he walks up to Luffy and is like, that's not a very good disguise. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> uh, which, shot, but Luffy, Luffy remembers him. You know, he's, he's shocked to be seen through. Uh, <laughs> but he knows who this is. 635 picks up with a bunch of flashbacks that I did not watch. And, uh, you know, he kind of just, you know, they're catching up. He's like, yeah, you know, I was always a big fan of Doflamingo. And now I'm, you know, now I follow him. He has the big tattoo on his chest. Yeah, because Bellamy was like, I went to the Sky Island, Luffy. Because, because, you know. Yeah, I'm a He made a big man. deal. He's like, that, that shit ain't real, you stupid. <laughs> you dumb baby. And then he fucking stole a giant gold pillar and just brought it back with him. Yeah, he says he, he go into the sky. He doesn't really hold a grudge against Luffy because, you know, he's a changed man. He, he, I was going to say he saw God, but I'm guessing he didn't because Luffy kicked his ass. 
Yeah, he he went to the sky, and yeah, it's I think it's shown at some point that he he brought back a gold pillar to as an offering to Doflamingo and to to join him in some way. And uh, sees seems here we get a shot of a green haired boy that I love. Hmm, I don't uh, my notes aren't more specific, and you know it's just I can't place it. Maybe we'll find out more later. But you know, how how did I know you love the green haired boy? Because his name's Bart. <laughs> Eat pant. <laughs> Might as well say that. He literally (laughs) might as well say eat pant. (laughs) Oh, I love Bart so much. He's such a fucking dipshit asshole. And you haven't even you haven't even seen the extent of it yet. I cannot wait to to get into to to fucking Bart shit. But um we'll 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 get into a little bit more of him later because he's in match uh block B fight. Uh for now, we're checking in on the, the Caesar team. Uh, apparently going to Green Bit is a risk. They're all just sitting, basically, at an outside diner. Uh, like, Law at one point literally says, deal with it, and, like, sips his drink. It's very funny. I like how, you know, I don't think Caesar Clown is a well-known person. Uh, he has, like, bounty and everything. But, like, if you, if you, like, saw Caesar Clown ever, and then you saw this person, you'd be like, that's Caesar Clown in a fake mustache. Yeah. Yeah, they have, they all have, uh, I think Usopp is the least disguised person here. He just has a new fit, basically. And I guess Robin, cool. too. She just has a hat and glasses. Usopp, Usopp doesn't need uh, a disguise, because isn't his wand of papers supposed to be still Soga King? That's true. Um, he is, he, he is technically not wanted as Usopp. Like yeah, Law just basically puts his hood up <laughs> over his jacket, and he has a fake mustache though. <laughs> Great look, but yeah, they have to cross this big scary bridge that nobody goes on. Uh, it's like surrounded by like signs saying "Do not cross," uh, and there's like monsters in the water that the 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 bridge may or may not successfully guard against. None of that's that important because some people walk by that uh, Robin hides her face from. I don't even know how to describe these fucking tall-ass, slender, white figures wearing masks and coats, tall hat, fucking dimmodome hats. <laughs> it is revealed by, I guess, I think everyone here but Usopp knows by virtue of who's here. But they're like, oh, that's Cypherpole, Aegis Zero, the worst of all of the government groups <laughs> in Cypherpole. Anyways. And maybe Cypherpole 9. That's 9 ab- below. That's, uh, these guys gotta be super strong. Yeah. They, that's the only mention of it at this point, uh, but I'm sure that that's just, like, taking up some real estate in your brain now <laughs> that there's a Cypher Pole Zero to worry about. You know, there's a lot of stuff to worry about. I'll, I'll worry about that one <laughs> when fair. I need to. That, it'll, <laughs> Something yeah, else it'll... happens in this episode that I'm way more fucking concerned about, and okay. then I just didn't, <laughs> didn't get anything else about it, so. Okay, well, yeah, the, the, this, yeah, the CP Zero will compound, I'm sure. Uh, Zoro gets his sword in the next scene, uh, but he is, like, fucking thrown off a building by whatever he can't see. It's the fairy. We, we just still haven't seen what they look like yet, and they're clearly very small. Uh, Kinemon is recognized and, like, surrounded by guns. Is this the last we see of him? I believe so. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's gone for now. Bartolomeo is walking down the hallway. His... His original Japanese voice is very good. They don't really... It's kind of a Frankie situation in the dub. They don't really go for the same tone because I don't know if it would, it would translate necessarily. Mm. His, his, his dub voice is like this. He's a real fucking asshole. 
Uh, and I like that. I, I, re- I like Del Bart quite a bit. Uh, but he, he punishes this Marine for, for, for killing one of his crew members. Uh, I'm assuming killing. They showed him, like, twitching and stuff, so I think he's still alive, because people Maybe. in One Piece don't die. <laughs> we just witnessed two deaths in Punk Hazard. <laughs> You know, maybe. maybe I'm still on the maybe. Yeah, I I, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know how you come back from a stabbed heart. You know, that's a good point. But Virgo is the one where I'm I'm on the fence about because you could tell me his hockey could survive the explosions. But <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So that you know, this is a basically our introduction to Bartolomeo being uh, strong and a personality in general before he goes on to the next fight. Uh, Sanji is still protecting, uh, Violet. I don't think anything else really happens there. And now we cut to the ship, the, the Sunny, where some of the characters are. I think this is the only Sunny scene in this chunk, I think. Yeah. Chopper is being trained to be a tea tester. Momonosuke is explaining, like, yeah, you're supposed to drink the tea, and if it's safe, I drink it, and if it's not, you die. You know, simple stuff. I'm the Shogun of Wano. And he calls him Chaparamon, I, th- I believe is the pronunciation. Um, Nami is given the name Onami. And I believe Brooke is Bone Kichi. Yeah. Uh, but they're, yeah, they're given the, the, the traditional names of, of uh, where he is from. Uh, this, he, he, Chopper tries to explain to Brooke. He's like, look, the kid's really fucking depressed about something. The only way we can really take care of him right now is to fucking play dress up and treat him like the show. So, so, you know, I, I have, I have something I, I want to ask you or like bring up. Okay. This kid sure seems to like affection from Nami and Robin. They, they sure have not mentioned a mother anywhere. And Keenamon sure was weird about like dragons and like family stuff. I wonder if something happened to this kid's mother. <laughs> I guess wonder. you'll just have to wonder. You'll just have to wonder. Surely that won't get answered. You'll just have to wonder. <laughs> Who could say? Certainly not me. Anyways. Oh, I, now I realize what you were referencing earlier. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. I forgot about this. The fuck this? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Brooke does a, a special song about uh, the demons of hell. And they <laughs> he goes hear back it. to Thriller Bar for it, too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a great sequence that I have to imagine is uh, just ridiculously extended from the manga and there's some noises in the kitchen uh what's that i was like is this fairies here too what's this so they open the door and it leads to some sort of abstract art dimension and we don't see any more of it bye everybody <sighs> you know when when they first I opened the door i completely forgot about this when they first opened the door i was like Oh, it looks weird as, like, a visual representation of the unknown, you know? That's something they do sometimes before they show the items. No, it's just no. fucked up in there. It's, no, just, they e- just... It's, just a whole, it's just a pain dimension in there, and then we just don't know what's going on. Surely nothing bad will come of it. Nope, nothing. Yeah, that's it. That, that's, this is the only sunny scene, and not only did I forget that was a part of this arc, but I forgot after, like, as soon as the episode's over, it just blip out of my mind. Um, but it's sure. Yeah, no, you're, you're completely in the right to be like, what the fuck is that? Uh, and it's certainly more of a current, uh, concern than maybe the CP zero stuff is. Cause you, you set something like that up and they're like, oh, like, oh, well that's going to come up in like 300 episodes probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. One piece is always building, you know, it's always just stacking up cards to knock down. Anyways, Bart beats the Marine guy, but we don't see how. 
we all we see is that he puts his hands up and crosses his fingers. And then he walks away winning that fight and walks into Block B's match, which I'm sure he'll do fine in. So can I, can I say something about uh, his design? Please say things. I'm going to pull up pictures of Bart. There's a... Uh, I, don't, I don't hate this man. Um, he's fine. But when I see him, I immediately I mean, if think... You, we'd have to cancel the oh. podcast if you hate Bart. <laughs> I, I just I see him and think, oh no, there's absolutely so- a call up post somewhere saying don't trust people who have him as their profile picture. <laughs> I don't know, That's actually. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Maybe to some extent. Um he's a rude Good. crude dude, but <laughs> Yeah. Just like the overly like weird puritanical people are like he's he's a he's a he's a he's crass. gross guy. You can't do can't can't put him on a pedestal like that i don't know i guess i guess we 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 hold that thought for uh the rest of the arc and maybe 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 you'll have a different opinion (laughs) once his character is is further revealed god i'm just looking at pictures of bart now um (laughs) what a fun guy so why is he a cat (laughs) why is he kind of like a cat i don't know doesn't doesn't (laughs) luffy call him a bird guy or something because of his hair he's got like a mohawk so yeah, maybe I'm just saying the fangs made me think he's like a cat. It's true. He does have fangs. He's got a uh, septum piercing. Uh, he has a sword in his like belt loop that I don't. I miss. I like a knife or something. I don't know if I've ever seen him pull it out and use it. It's for decoration. He actually wears the coat. He wears the coat. His arms are in the sleeves. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, he's got like checkered pants on. He's just a. He's a very busy visual idea. <laughs> His epithet is the cannibal. He's Bart- Bartolomeo the cannibal. Yeah, that's concerning. Probably. Some good cosplays I'm looking at now. Anyway. He once, like, live-streamed him, like, skewering people and burning them. <laughs> that's the thing they say about him. Oh, really? <laughs> I believe they it. Said he, they said he, like, r- broadcasted a video of him doing it or something. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's a Twitch streamer. Got it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, uh... To, to get to the next episode we record and just talk about how he's a puppy who's never done anything <laughs> wrong. Uh, but for now, I sh- I'm sh- this is how he's set up. And he just loves to start shit. He's just a fucking asshole. He respects no one uh, at this point anyway. We have seen him respect no one. And I guess, I think I might have skipped over or like missed him like throwing something because people start freaking out about something falling into the ring, but they can't see what it is. They, I guess they think it's a bomb or something. It falls into the stands, but it's as it gets closer, they realize it's very small. It's just a, it's just a baseball. <laughs> and then he's like, "You're all pathetic for being scared of that." And then that's nothing. Nothing else comes of it. Nope. Uh, but I, everybody boos him. Fuck everybody hates this guy. <laughs> yeah. Which is maybe a good way for me to start liking somebody. <laughs> but uh, Bellamy's in this match. Actually, a lot of people are in this match. It takes a while. They, they didn't bother with round A. They just was like, that's one that Burgess wins. Don't even fucking worry about it. But two <laughs> is where all a lot of the names are, including ones we haven't seen yet. But Bellamy's fighting. His goal is to move up in the Doflamingo family. He's like, if I, get, if I win this, obviously he can't eat another fruit, but he'll get like an executive position like... Uh, some of those big names we saw on the screen earlier. Yeah, and uh, he is a fan favorite. People like Bellamy. <laughs> People here love love him. I mean, they brought him back after Jaya. <laughs> uh, Cavendish is uh, watching the round with Lucy, um, and he basically Lucy's like, "What are the named characters that I should pay attention to?" <laughs> and he's like, "I oh, got Punch King, 
You got uh, Sword Eggman, his tactician. Um, here's a new face. Longfeet Blue Gilly. Uh, you know, I don't hate Longfeet as much as I hate the long arms, but... It's better. He's just like he's just like a tall guy. Like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you just have he's, fucked up anatomy. He's tall and he kicks weird. I don't think we've really seen, like... I think he does have four knees, but... They don't do anything he, to, like, show it, and that's fine. Yeah, he usually stands upright, so it's not as noticeable at all times the way it is with Apu. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's kicking some ass. I skipped over some names cause they super don't matter. Um, like I think there's a guy named Geet. Uh, there is one guy, uh, I have to point out cause his name is Abdullah mm. and, uh, he is absolutely a wrestling reference because there's a guy, there's a old wrestler who, uh, has a fucked up forehead and would like stab people with forks in the ring. I think you'd. <laughs> I can't remember why you would have told me about this, but this sounds familiar. <laughs> I may have just told you about this guy because he has, like, a scary head. <laughs> Maybe. Or, actually, I'm also just thinking of that movie, The Foul King, that I told you to watch. He uses forks in some of his matches. Mm. Um, right, let me let me send you this picture to this guy. And, oh, like, yeah. th- those tracks in his head are just from, oh, like, if a lot of, like, old wrestlers, like, Ric Flair, it's pretty noticeable on, too, is their foreheads look messed up because... To bleed, you don't actually like get hit so hard. It's one people aren't like, looking or your faces cuts, in the corner. Yeah. You take you take like a razor blade and you cut across there. And uh, he's no just done it so much that, that no, his you, you uh... can't you can't pay someone enough to do that on the job. <laughs> Impossible. But uh, yeah, no, uh, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So that guy is absolutely a ref because he just has a scary forehead and uh, two giant forks. Yeah. Um. Oda being a wrestling fan is the least surprising thing in the world. Obviously, we've already dealt with the spandam looking like the uh, the other guy. Mankind. One that I will point out, though, is Hack, uh, who is a, a fish man doing fish karate. Or fish man karate. He's pretty cool. He seems like a cool guy. But yeah, we, we get some scenes with Bellamy and Bart. Uh, oh, no, those are two other names that, uh, what's his name, points out. Uh, Kevin just points out. Uh, Bellamy is, is uh, fucking people up. You know, he's doing a lot of damage. He's strong. And the Punch King is uh like surrounded by a wall of people you know like the tactician basically hired a bunch of people to uh surround them it, like surround them and thin out the numbers and then they'll fight amongst themselves i'm sure that's all going to be very fair and clean they, they he explains though that, like all right so this punch king guy right he can he can do a really big punch but he has to like prep an hour for it which is stupid <laughs> it's stupid it's very <laughs> stupid if he charges up for an hour he can do one big punch that'll like destroy a castle if only there was he, someone in the ring who could, pers- who, who could perfectly make that not matter at all. He can, he can do it. He can only do it once a day too. They said yeah, that he's like, only once per and, fight. So, and I think they they have not made implied in any way that this is a multi day tournament either. No, it it if if he won doing this punch, he would definitely lose other matches. He should have saved it for the finals, but uh, doesn't matter. He does it here um, in like an episode or two. So yeah, that that's that's his play. He's charging up his fucking, uh, his ultimate. Let's see, there's another guy here who seems to be important, but nobody really knows who he is. And his name's Ricky. He's Ricky, he's a gladiator. Um, he's wearing a mask. Nobody knows who he is, but he's doing really well. And, you know, uh, I want to get out of the way now. Um, they keep, like, doing stuff to draw attention to him, like, maybe we should know <laughs> who he is? The way they do that makes it seem like, am I supposed to know who this is? No, you're not. 
<laughs> You're supposed to notice they, he's there, but you don't know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> I figure he has outside importance, but there's but they just draw attention to like certain things. Like he's like a samurai, but he's not from Wano, and mm-hmm. like making a big deal when like his mask gets cracked. I, I guess that's more to show like he's old. Yeah, his when his mask gets cracked later, they're like, ah, oh, he's an old guy in there, and <laughs> people are like. Ah, the he he fights like a gladiator, but with he doesn't have a shield. He only has a sword. That seems familiar, but I can't place it. So yeah, that's just a bunch of threads laid out. But you you don't know who he is. I will take that weight off of your shoulders. Bart takes a nap. <laughs> yeah, everyone's pissed. Once once his power is revealed, I'm just like, yeah, of course he's not gonna fucking engage anybody. He's just gonna wait. He's <laughs> yeah, just gonna no. sit there. Back. It's it's funny just how good he is at drawing heat, you know. Oh yeah, no, heel. he's 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 a great heel. In the I guess barracks or whatever it's called, uh, you know, Lucy is watching this match with Cavendish and uh, uh, the Don Chin Zhao from from Kano or Kano, I think it's pronounced Kano, but he walks over. He's a big guy. He doesn't really even see that Luffy and uh, Cavendish are there. It really says how it seems at first. He like pushes them out of the way with his size. And he's like, oh, I'm going to stand here and watch it with you. And after a second, he's like, so uh, how's Garp doing, Luffy? <laughs> and Luffy completely breaking his voice in kayfabe. He's like, oh, you know my granddad? <laughs> and Kevin uh, is just like, what? 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 What and, the fuck? What the fuck? And Chinjao's like, oh, I know your granddad very well. He ruined my life. And now I'm going to kill him and everyone he's related to. <laughs> So Luffy realizes he is now stuck between two people who want to murder the shit out of him. <laughs> End of the episode. <laughs> what an ending. It's great. Uh, he tries to walk it back in the next episode, 637, but uh, it uh, it doesn't work. Oh, there's a there's one detail of um that came out before this that I just thought was fun when uh, Gavinish pulled out all the water posters of the Oh, yes, the I had not talked about his, his supernova, like... <laughs> He, he hates all of them. He wants to kill all of them. Luffy, like, starts to sweat and is like, maybe you should, uh, get over it. I just, I like, it's like, you know, I need to get new ones because it's hard to look at these with all the uh, stabbing I've done to them. Yeah. So Kevin just sit there and stab water posters of these people. I love it. not a real good reason. Uh, yeah, it's just, he puts them up on his wall and just throws knives, I bet. Uh, but yeah, he flips through, and uh, yeah, he's all these stabbed fucking pictures. I didn't write that down. I'm glad that you mentioned it, because I forgot. He is trying to pull uh, Lucy's beard off, and he's like, No, it's not fake, actually. I'm I'm an old guy. Stop it. Uh, yeah, he, so, yeah, Chin Zhao does some headbutts. He's got a hard head. He, he headbutts Luffy. He misses Luffy. He hits the ground. Uh, he does another one, and Kevin just, like, stabs it. With his sword. There's just, like, an extended beat of a sword in a man's head just perfectly matched in force. And then it starts to bend the sword. The headbutt's too strong. Uh, Luffy decides to jump up and punch him. He knocks him down in in one hit, so it seems, but he just just stands up. He's like, oh, that was pretty good. Now I'm sure you're who I thought you were. And uh, the other other Kanoa boys come in and stop him. And Luffy takes this moment to uh, completely disappear. <laughs> He's out the window. We'll see in a little bit. He's just hanging out the window. But Kevin just runs off looking for him because he will kill him. <laughs> Luffy did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's true. All he did was try and save his brother and fail. And Kevin's just like, how dare you? 
steal the media spotlight from me. Down in the ring, uh, Hack is doing pretty well, the fish man. Uh, Ricky is doing all right still. This is where, yeah, people are like, I don't know who he is, but it seems like I should know who, like, not many other people have fought with one sword, but I just can't place it. Tip of my tongue. Also, Blue Gilly is is, uh, literally kicking ass. (laughs) Bellamy is still doing, it's just a lot of fighting, um, which I guess we can go through pretty quick in in this discussion. Uh, Bart's still here. He decides to take a piss. He just pulls his pants, he just drops trow and pisses into the moat. (laughs) incredible <laughs> we love him folks this is a pro bart podcast hack is uh offended that he would disgrace and just not take this seriously he goes to attack him and you know we cut away to just blood splattering and everyone's like he got him he got him but then they realize he didn't get him because bart is still standing there perfectly fine and somehow hack's hand is fucking broken just folded on itself <laughs> Uh, to be continued. He's uh, He's got gold experience. <laughs> <laughs> the the part of gold experience that they showed for like two chapters, and then they changed the power because the original uh, idea. Yeah. Araki couldn't make up his mind. Well, that's the special JoJo touch that you just can't get used to anything. You're all you just along for a ride the whole time. So the next episode, six thirty eight. Ricky gets knocked down. Yeah, his his face mask breaks a little bit, and you can see his. His grayed or maybe white facial hair. He's old. Um, he's buff as shit, though. Uh, he, but he's old. And uh, he just thinks to himself about how much he hates Doflamingo. <laughs> Who doesn't, apparently, down here? Uh, Bellamy. Oh, well, yeah, true. Um, uh, Blue Gilly is kind of cleaning up. And uh, the Eggman is like, my minions, my nameless minions, go uh, take out Blue Gilly. And as they run away to do it, he just kills them. Um, I can't believe it that he, um, this extremely evil looking man did an evil thing. Uh, it turns out that Blue Gilly has been working for him this whole time. He's just like, wasn't in the circle. He was clearing out <laughs> and ignoring uh, the king for a different reason. There's not a lot of great fight choreography because I don't know how you would do such a big fight without it being a tremendous fucking effort. Yeah. So There's a lot of just like contained th- segments and the uh, illusion of a, a lot of things going on. Uh, which is fine. Probably works a lot better in the manga, if I had to guess, because uh, you're just looking at panels. But, yeah, so he he kicks uh, the tactician out of the ring, though. He, like, he's like, no, fuck you. Like, no, but why would anybody trust anybody in this circumstance? Bellamy now goes to fight Bart. He plays that good of a heel. He goes to, to hit Bart, but he just bounces the fuck off him. He just, he just fucking boings off. Uh, we see that Luffy cheers for Bellamy. He's like, yeah, I know you. You're the guy I know down there. Do it. I got you. So uh, people are still surrounding the king. It seems like his punch is ready. We will see him use it in a second. We cut away first to Frankie and the toy. Still not really having a fruitful conversation. People in the crowd don't like their talking, though. No, well, yeah, they're, they're back outside now. Yeah, I think, I think the toy starts to hint that uh, he has a plan... That he that he knows about the factory shit. I think maybe I'm just thinking of a later conversation they have, because um, my notes here just say that like before they say anything that matters, it's big punch time, uh, because it's big punch time. They like notice that the fucking Coliseum is shaking, and it's because <laughs> yeah. he does the big punch and it like destroys the fucking ground. He knocks the whole stadium into next week. No one could have possibly survived. It seems he has won the round, although that is not true. We see that one person is still standing in the ring, 
and it is now revealed Bartolomeo's power is that he can create impenetrable barriers. That's cool. By crossing his fingers. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what the kids do in Japan. And he's a kid. That's that's barrier. He's a he's a fucking zoomer. And he crosses his fingers and gets barriers. He's like, yeah, kids do it all the time. Or maybe it's just because I ate this fruit. Who could say? But uh, here's fucking a cool thing. He can also just move them around. So he just like sends the barrier <laughs> at the king and knocks him uh, in just one hit. Like just being slammed by a fucking wall. Uh, he falls down and, and Bart wins. <laughs> Congratulations to the crowd favorite, Bartolomeo. Uh, so we love to see it. I have to stand. He thinks a little bit about his plan. He's like, I got to win this fruit and give it to somebody. We do not learn the rest of his plan yet, but he has one. He has emotional stakes in this. Who could say what they are? I could. I'm not going to yet. Uh, I'm very excited to, to talk about it next time. But we do get another scene now, of Frankie and the toy, the toy soldier. The toy soldier says... Yeah, I actually also have a plan to destroy the factory, uh, me and my, my comrades, <laughs> but we want to rescue all the workers first. Like, you can't just go fuck it up. We want to save the people who are working in there. And I guess Frankie's like, oh, I hadn't even fucking considered that. Huh. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, there's people in there. But uh, the toy is like, I guess I must tell you the sad history of Dress Rosa. <gasps> and that's the last we see of them in this chunk of episodes. <laughs> I can't believe Dress Rosa has a sad history. Hmm. In One uh, Piece? I never In my shonen anime? <laughs> well, we got one more episode to talk about, though. It does not include the sad history of Dress Rosa. Um, it's really just uh, mostly setting up stuff that's going to happen later. Uh, yeah. But 639, um, now that we've ended two of the... Of the, of the Four big matches. Uh, there's a little bit of fallout and setup of what's going to happen next. Bellamy is fucked up. A big punch, big hit. Hate to see it. Luffy walks over and like you know is checking on him basically, and he's like, "How dare you cheer for me? It's so embarrassing." Uh, and I don't remember. I don't remember. He's like, "I I couldn't even win that fight. I guess I haven't changed as much as I thought I had." And Luffy's like, "No, nah, you have. You're like <laughs> twice as wide. Like look in the mirror, man. Come on." But no, he's he's like, no, you've changed. You're you're not the person I I knocked down in one punch before. You know, you maybe you got knocked out by that guy's big one punch, but eh, come on, different. You know, don't worry about it. And uh, as Bellamy is being carted off, he calls him Straw Hat. And walking in, Bartolomeo hears this. He hears someone mention Straw Hat, and he shudders. He's like, Straw Hat couldn't possibly be here. <laughs> and that's uh, we're not gonna see any more of that yet. So now we're going to check in on the Caesar team. Uh, the, the, the text on the screen says there's 45 minutes until the handoff, which I'm sure equals like eight anime episodes. <laughs> but they go to cross the bridge, and it's luckily all contained in this one episode. We're getting it over with. They're crossing the bridge. There's some fighting fish. I think it's the same fish that are in the moat of the Coliseum that I did not mention, uh, the, the, these big fighting fish. Yeah, that's just an additional trap for whatever reason. I think it's just a hostile place. I don't know if they're put there. Maybe they are. I don't remember if it's ever said, but just, you know, bad time. And, uh, yeah, Robin knocks one back with the, you know, her big hand. Uh, Usopp fires off some attacks. Uh, Law refuses to engage. Uh, he, he explains later that um, he has to save his energy for the, the important fights down the road. But 
He also removes Caesar's handcuffs so he can fight. Us- Usopp's like, won't he just run away? And Law's like, I still have his heart. He's, he better not. So, um, so Caesar now is just helping them. Caesar is just firing off big fucking laser beams. He's like, how dare you treat the world's greatest scientist like this? And uh, yeah, he just fires off a big fucking laser beam. And Law, uh, yeah, Usopp, I think Caesar too is like, Law, why aren't you helping? We all know you're the strongest person here. And he's like, look, I gotta conserve my energy. It's a long fucking arc. Back off. Uh, here's some great news, though. The bridge is broken, um, in the middle, <laughs> and, uh, there's another big fish coming, uh, but it, it mysteriously just gets caught in a net, and it's dragged <laughs> away, and we don't see anybody here. Must be fairies. They do say, oh, there's humans over there. We can't let the humans see us. Humans. You know, I think that other then. human beings refuse to be- refer to people as. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fairies. Uh, so, because the bridge is broken, Usopp, like, tries to ask, like, how do we cross? And they just say, oh, no, humans, and leave. Uh, so, they make Caesar Clown fly them <laughs> across, because uh, he's a gas man, and he can do that. And apparently, this is very strenuous for him, but too fucking bad. Well, I, I sure do like him just agreeing to, like, do these things. <laughs> and, he doesn't like, have a choice. The, the fish and stuff. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't even, like, try to get away. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he doesn't have a choice. He knows better, I guess, to, than to, to flee. But yeah, it's interesting to see someone that everyone hates fighting alongside them. Uh, and he has big <laughs> laser beams, which are cool. <laughs> and he can fly I can around. see now why people think uh, he might join the crew. <laughs> yeah, it's little stuff like that. Um, I, we yeah. didn't really dig into it in the Punk Hazard episodes because it's just um, really a list of bad things he did <laughs> but yeah there's there's something to his like i want to be the greatest scientist in the world and top vegapunk that in a diff like were he not so bad <laughs> those are those are things a straw hat could say <laughs> they don't have a logia on the team and uh his science stuff would you know i think complement frankie and usopp shit pretty well and chopper a bit those are a lot of the things that people and Chopper, yeah. But, I mean, Chopper will never forgive him for what he did, so it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> but hypothetically, you know, if he if he were uh, redeemable, but uh, uh, no, well, Dave. Well, Nami was willing to forgive Hachi, so. I don't, not as bad, though, you know? <laughs> That's the, that is true, yeah. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about Hachi is, like, or, or the, the Fishman Pirate stuff is, too, is she's like, well, you know, it's been... A long time, and like th- th- that's like that's like a personal thing. It's like you were bad yeah. to me. This is yeah. like this is like you used children as test subjects, um, which is a, yeah about bigger bar. And um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I wonder if it ever even crossed out his mind as a possibility at any point. But like the way Caesar is written, sometimes feels like maybe. But the further out we get from Punk has it, the more I'm like no. No, they really doubled down on how bad his effect has been on the Grant line. Like, like, sad, smile, the kids. I don't know if you come back from that. But, you know, it was a pipe dream for a little bit. Whatever. It also, I mean, you know how long it's been since Brooke joined? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a I while. I think we're, hung, we're hungry for it. And I, Oh, I mean, yeah, Jinbei joined. But maybe he'll show up one day. Who fucking knows? Uh, Brooke showed up like 300 episodes ago. It's been exactly. a minute. It's actually weird to think about how long he's been with the crew versus and, and how long Andrew he talks wasn't. about this because Andrew's like Brooks still feels like the new guy sometimes, even though he has been in the show longer than he wasn't. <laughs> but anyway, 
what fucking happens uh, after this? They're flying them across. Uh, yeah, Caesar's flying them across. There's a bunch of giant fucked up plants here when they get to Green Bay. The bridge was a non-issue, ultimately. Uh, they're like, Caesar, why didn't you fly us the whole time? <laughs> Robin, more specifically. I, I, love, I love, like, Robin's, like, I don't know the best way to describe it, but, like, the, the way she, she reacts to, like, leisurely things is fun. Um, yeah, no. She she is very much to like thirty year old woman. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> that's 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 the think... best way to put it. <laughs> Does Robin post minion memes on Facebook? You think? <laughs> yeah, Robin absolutely loves those funny little yellow guys. <laughs> <laughs> so imagining Robin scrolling on a smartphone, being like, "Ha banana." Yeah, <laughs> she keeps going. The only the only person who who I, I think would like call it cringe would be like. Nami, I feel like Nami would be the only one like in tune with like what is hip and cool. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Usopp as well. <laughs> Usopp would be would be like that's kind of weird that she likes those. And Nami would actively be like, stop, stop sharing those, please. <laughs> My whole timeline is fucking minions talking about coffee, Robin. Stop it. <laughs> do, the, do the Straw Hats have a group chat? That's my question. <laughs> Um, uh, and you what know, do they post in the group chat? I feel, Luffy takes boomer selfies. <laughs> Luffy takes boomer selfies, no, but think, like I his think, arm is stretched would, really far away. <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like he would do weird shit with his stretching power. I think Zoro takes boomer <laughs> selfies. Like he's like just got back from the gym, but you can't see like below his collarbone. Yeah. I feel like Luffy also doesn't like communicate. Like, if he tries to, like, type out stuff, it's just jumbled words or just, like, single letters. Or yeah. Luffy doesn't know that you can, like, type out words together. So, like, to send a message, he just sends each letter individually as a separate <laughs> message. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he just wouldn't check his phone. Like, I think that's the bit with Luffy is people, like, try to get a hold <laughs> oh, of him yeah. with it. And he's just, it's on silent and he, like, left it on the boat. <laughs> Luffy absolutely has a text message signature saying, I'm going to be king of the pirates. <laughs> oh, God. There's gold here. There's gold in them there, hills. Yeah, now I'm just trying this to think about... This is prime fan art com content. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've seen, like, people put pictures of straw hats on, like, you know, meme text threads and such. But, yeah, I, I think Robin probably would share... Um, uh, I think I think bright and early she's sharing a minion meme every morning. Yeah. Do you think do you think she she would make memes of like Chopper as a minion? I think her feed consists of minion memes and then uh her taking pictures with Chopper and they both have Snapchat filters on. What <laughs> would how, a Snapchat like, filter at, do to Chopper? You know they were they like Snapchat like it's hard to do cuz pets uh don't cooperate but they do have yeah. separate filters for pets so I think I think he would be upset that it, that he has to use a pet filter though. I think that's the probably that's the no, bit there. Taking a picture of Chopper is probably the same thing as taking a picture of your pet because they like just instinctually move their head. Mm -hmm. I don't think Brooke has a phone. No, <laughs> no. Um, and Sanju takes their straps. Uh, I guess I, I think I can't think of anybody else. I don't have any more bits. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie's on TikTok. Frankie does TikTok dances. Oh my god! Yes, he does. <laughs> Fuck. I think I think they invite Law and he does it to stay in touch for the plans and it just every time his phone buzzes he's just he's aggravated oh. by it. Yeah, he, ha he has the group chat muted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like this is only to communicate 
for our important plan to keep in touch with each other. And then he opens it and it's like a picture of Luffy picking his nose or a minion meme or uh, Frankie being like, check out my new TikTok. <laughs> look at me. Look at me floss, but with like robot, like look how fast I can floss with my robot arms. <laughs> and here I was Chopper thinking we're watches making good YouTube time. videos all day. <laughs> Chopper fucking. Oh, Chopper loves VTubers. <laughs> I bet Usa probably does too. Sanji probably does too. Now what what's the deal with what how how do VTubers work in a world that where everyone just looks like anime girls? Like I don't are they just regular looking people? Uh this is this gets into this horrific uh thought I've had for years, which is what uh I think Lucky Star was the first time I thought about this because um at one like in an early episode, Konata brings up that like the anime she wanted to watch was preempted by baseball. So like baseball like Got, ran over it and i wonder when anime characters are watching television is what they're watching live action or anime like how does it look to them and does anime look different if in that universe they have a distinction between real life television shows and anime how does that look yeah. is there a visual distinction that we know as the audience <laughs> these are the important questions that we need to get to the bottom of <laughs> Uh, Anyways, Luffy, hold on. I got, I got more. I got more. <laughs> yeah, I got let's more go, bits. Go. I got. No, I just got one more. Luffy has like buggy on Facebook, but doesn't realize. It. <laughs> every every fucking year it comes up. It's Buggy's birthday, and he's like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah. Actually, or or what? What's better that he has has a pending friend request from Buggy? <laughs> yeah. That he refuses to to hit. He's like, I don't know who that is. God. I feel like Shanks also does boomer selfies. <laughs> trying Shanks to get a boomer, like trying to get a boomer years. selfie with Mihawk, but Sh- which I one like piece? Sh- <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sh- Shanks posts pictures from like two, three years ago, so no one can find him. <laughs> <laughs> but he treats them like they're new. Yeah, which One Piece character? I know the answer. Which One Piece character is most likely to do the divorce selfie? <laughs> Hold on, I don't even know what this is. You don't? Oh my god! If you just Google it, it's the first thing that comes up. Oh, no. <laughs> My answer is Doflamingo, but. <laughs> Probably. I can't think of anything more uncomfortable to do. <laughs> yeah, no, neither can I. Which is, or I guess maybe Bart, you know? <laughs> Who could say? I'm out of bits. Do you have any more bits? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I start talking about the uh, fucking tournament again. Oh, we should probably finish up the episode before I have anything else I want. Yeah, say, 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 save, save your bits. Um, <laughs> it's less of this. It's stuff I, I, I need to say, but it's it's it belongs at the end. Speak now or forever hold your bits. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. This is the end of the green bit stuff we see for this time. They they get there. Fucked up plants. I'm just gonna remind you that Fujitora said he's gonna come here. Set is set up for next time. Uh, but we cut back now to the. Coliseum, because uh, the next round is about to start, which is the one that Luffy's in. Oh, I re- oh god, I pulled up the wiki page to figure out what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't remember. Adeo is mentioned, but I don't remember now. Or what that is. Um, but oh, I wrote it down. A, he's one of the guys in Luffy's uh, bracket. He's just a guy. We don't like. Oh, it, I I did spell it wrong. I found it in the characters in order of appearance. Oh, this fucking guy. Right. Yeah. He's like a boxer, basically. Yeah. He, he's got like weird he, he shoulders. Really- he weirdly just makes me think of the Kill the Kill girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's just, yeah, like, the honestly. coloring. It, the the color like, the and the way, like, his, his arms are covered, but his 
body like his chest is exposed yeah yeah no he i like i like this design even though the, the shoulders are, are like huge um do, don't just a quick don't pull up any wiki pages of anybody in dress rosa please thank you because <laughs> i just immediately read a bunch of shit yeah no yeah he's like a boxer guy and i just didn't write down i just wrote down his name spelled wrong with a question mark but yeah he's gonna be in the next round uh so are the funk brothers and uh a new a, a new face uh a giant uh named uh uh hyruden i think is how they pronounce it he's from elbath he, yeah he is a giant from elbath I mean, that's where all of them are from i suppose but i suppose i mean <laughs> i don't know if we've seen exceptions to that yet but uh, I, mean, I yes. can't imagine very many other places are accommodating to people of their size. True. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, he. We don't know anything about him yet, but he is. Comp- he's a giant. He's competing in this next, uh, this next match. Um, so are the uh, Kano people. The all three of them: Saibu and Don Chinjao, who wants to kill Luffy. Uh, and that's um, that's the end of the setup for this time. I think. Yes. The rest of this episode is just uh, Sanji plotline. Apparently off screen, or I missed it. She asked Sanji, Violet asked Sanji to kill somebody for her, and he said, okay, queen, sure, whatever you say, and she tries to get him to not do it now. She's like, oh, I, this is too much to ask of you, and he's like, I'll do anything for you, so he goes into a warehouse and just fucking clean shop, knocks everybody down. It's kind of clear right away they're uh, Doflamingo people, just from how they're dressed, uh, like I know that. And uh, the leader grabs her and is like, oh, I got a hostage. But he just, you know, kicks him and saves her. And uh, she's so thankful she's, uh, that uh, he, he did this nice thing for her. And she's like, but I, I need one more favor from you. And she puts handcuffs on his arms and legs and is like, I need your life to drip out of your body. And then she calls oh, him. Is that what she said in the dump? Yeah, something like that. She she demands Jeez. his she demands his life. I think she mentions. I I th- I think I'm paraphrasing, but th- th- she also calls him Blackleg. She knows exactly who he is, and frankly, yep, he just said his name was Sanji. He never even tried. No, he did not. But yeah, that's that's how this episode ends. Is now he has been um, cuffed, but not the way he'd like to be. Uh, you know, got a quick quick question here. It's cuffing season. What are these going to do to Sanji? Is he strong enough to break him? I feel like Sanji can break those cuffs. Maybe his legs. I don't know if he could break his arms. That's, well, he that's the thing, too. He, does, he doesn't. Have we seen him fight handcuffed? I feel like it's a thing that they would have done by now. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, you raise a great point. It's not like he has a devil fruit that can be suppressed by sea prism stone. But, yeah, uh, that's just, uh, that, that's where we're leaving it this time. So, yeah, no, can't believe it. Uh, she was bad, and she <laughs> has him in it. crazy. Like, completely un- unpredictable. Uh, but let, let's see. Kinemon got surrounded. No idea what happened to him yet. There's a million fucking people in the Coliseum to keep track of. <laughs> and Luffy's about to go into his next big fight, um, which we know, you know, a lot of those people are going to be in. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Zoro got his sword, but, you know, he's going to have to deal with the fairy that tried to take it, I guess. Uh, and the Caesar team is... You know, at Green Bit now, and something's fucking happening on the Thousand Sunny. I think that's everything. Oh, and Frankie. Frankie's Frankie's talking to a toy about the sad history of Dressrosa, and maybe he'll help him with the factory plan. That's technically everything. I think that that that's what going we're, on. We're left with not if you know. I'm not gonna sit and list all the names or 
how many people are mentioned from the Don Quixote family that are going to show up at some point. But a lot left to unravel, I suppose I'll say. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about your predictions at the end after the plugs like we always do. Stick around for it. A- ahead of that, how you feeling? You know, we're, we're, we're fucking in it immediately. Oh, Fujitora, I forgot to mention him. He's around. There's there's a lot going on in here. Um, <laughs> what's, what I think is really kind of a slow really arc. interesting about this is like I I think just um a tournament has been announced where Ace's fruit is a prize. That's enough of like a thing to do an entire arc. Like, and the tournament is hosted by one of the warlords. Like, I think that's enough to like get get like sixty episodes out of. If you ask me, yeah, which makes that that interesting that that is going on alongside something they set up previously that is going to extend after this as well because he's not the main target. Dopamine is not the final target. That's what that's one of the things that makes this like really interesting is that you, you just have enough there already. Uh. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's there's a tournament. There's like a three prong plan. Uh, in, involving like it's 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 Doflamingo and also this factory that extends into yeah the the Kaido thread the huge thread there, but yeah then there's all yeah there's just we're not even we're I wouldn't even say we're done setting stuff up yet so, uh but yeah the, the it's it's interesting that One Piece does a tournament arc in in a particularly simplified way I think the way it it is just four big mob battles really but like yeah it's not like they showed up for a tournament. It's they showed up to do something and we're like, oh, we can fit a tournament in. <laughs> we can put that in here, too. There's not too much going on here. <laughs> and yeah, there's just uh, there's, there, there, there will be much to discuss. You know, Ob- obviously, I mean, this we've been talking forever about how fucking long this arc is. And now we're in it. Now, now you're starting to see and, uh, something that I'm still going to sit on. I thought this like three years ago. Uh, Luffy can just do everything Bellamy can, and I don't see why he can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, why he doesn't, like, use, like, literally wrap his legs as springs? Yeah, d- d- like, there's no reason he can't! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about Bellamy specifically? Like, I don't know how good you are at avoiding spoilers or how lucky you've been, uh, but, like, are you surprised to see Bellamy if you didn't know? He'd be back. Uh, well, no, they showed us like forever ago a quick scene of like Bellamy in front of Doflamingo. Mm-hmm. So that. that's not that surprising. Okay. I I think it might have been. It was. I think I brought it up in an episode. I just know they showed Bell. I think it maybe was like around the time of Sabadi Sabadi or something. I just remember seeing him there. Okay. Or maybe like Doflamingo was like punishing him at some point. I don't know. Something I remember seeing. Bellamy by Doflamingo, so it's not that big of a surprise to me. Okay. Fair enough. I don't remember that. So, I like Bellamy. I like, uh, I like his, his, his Dressrosa arc. And, yeah, you know, there's just, there's so much. There's so much left to deal with. And I look forward to all of it, believe it or not. I am sad that we will have to look at Senior Pink at some point. I mean, I can, I can, like, close my eyes whenever he pops up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I have anything else left to, to say about this. It, it, you really fall in right away and I'm excited to, uh, to keep trucking, trucking through Dressrosa. 
And if you're curious how I've broken this up, I, I do have the schedule uh, up on our Patreon. And it, like everything else, it's just behind the one dollar uh, tier, so you can you can go there and uh, check it out. It has episode number isn't uh, Jory doesn't see this, but I have like some labels on like kind of where my head is at with each chunk and why I've cut them off this way. Th- this this one too, I was like, well. I want the match to be done, set up for the next one, and, you know, they get to green bit, so it's like, ah, you know. Lord knows when we'll have a clean to cut off episode, really, again, because Dress Rosa doesn't fucking stop. But, yeah, you can go check that out if you want to. You can get these episodes early on the Patreon as well. Uh, I'll, I'll say your name here in a minute if you're on there. Um, that's at patreon.com slash wearewatchingop. Thank you to everybody who uh, is there. It's the reason we're doing two episodes a month. That's great. We're in Dress Rosa. We're going to finish it this year. That's, that's, you know, hard to believe considering our, I, I, it's like the Brooke thing. It's like, I still think back to, <laughs> to, to our show not being frequent, even though I think we've been frequent longer now, at least a number of episodes, maybe not in calendar years, but uh, pretty, pretty close, pretty close. But yeah, no, it's, it's great. And we, we appreciate it a lot. Um, also, I mean, 2020 just felt, kind of fell into a hole anyway. So time, what, what's time? I still think about 2019 things as being last year, uh, which is a mistake. But anyways, thank you to our patrons for the month of June. It's June now. Thank you uh, to Adam B., Adam W., Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V., Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie Ziz, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken Kyle, Logan Lucas, Luke, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Mick Foley, 299, Morgan, Paulina, Peter Rim, Riley, Rodsters, it's got an exclamation point, gotta emphasize that, Roger Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vedaki, absolute champs, everyone of you. Thank you so much, everybody. Welcome to Dress Rosa. And again, that's patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Uh, you can get these episodes a couple days early. You'll get uh, our bonus episodes as well, which I didn't say before. Uh, we do a bonus episode every month. Uh, let's see. May we did the May we did the Caesar arc, which I haven't edited yet. Half of that episode is not us talking about the Caesar arc. And uh, this month of June now, we're going to finally talk about this DBZ crossover that I've been saying is next for a while because uh, we keep <laughs> I keep tweaking the schedule. And I've been wanting to watch for like five years. now. <laughs> yeah, we passed it a while ago, but the timing just made sense to do Caesar in May. Yeah. Um, and we had gotten to the, the film Z stuff, which well, it's a good movie. We liked it. We did a commentary track of that. And uh, yeah, you know, we've been doing Patreon for so long now. There's there's quite a bit there if you've never joined and want to, please do. Thank you so much. Again, it's all at the dollar tier. Uh, and you can, you can give more if, if you like our show that much. If you want to support us that much, we appreciate it. Now I will pivot to asking Jory, the only Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me online at twitter.com. No, I'm Jory. You can see uh, my posts. I only make good ones. There's no such thing as a bad post when it comes to my timeline. True. Not for me, anyway. If there's a bad post on my timeline, someone else did it. And uh, it's not my fault that you had to see it. 
Um, true. We can. True. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm dreading that the next like I have like two months to like enjoy my life, and then <laughs> uh, my last year of school is just gonna murder me. So. Let's hope we can get a buffer going on this podcast because I'm dreading this fall and spring. <laughs> what a perfect time to be going through the longest arc. <laughs> Look, you know, there's another side of it too is I will have my good rubber boy pal Luffy to mm-hmm. a <laughs> my only fun time to I'll be able to enjoy enjoy seeing him do do a punch. We'll make it work. Rick, we find you. Twitter.com slash ghost of Joe, ghost of J O. And uh, another podcast called Got It Memorized, where we are, uh, you know, we got that name because we were Kingdom Hearts podcast first and foremost. But uh, we're currently talking about Twin Peaks, a television show that you might have heard of. We're doing season one this summer. Uh, also on the Got It Memorized Patreon, we're, we're talking about the lore of, of a band called Glory Hammer. A uh, very, very self indulgent <laughs> summer that we're taking. And, uh, well, uh, let's see. At the summer, yeah. It, at the end of season one of Twin Peaks, we're gonna wrap up uh, Kingdom Hearts Unchained. Should be done by then. We're just kind of waiting it out, and uh, very excited for those episodes. We got some some fun stuff we're hoping to pull off for those. And after that, we will be uh, talking about the new World Ends with You game because we did the first one a while ago after we finished Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, so if you never listened to it, a ton there to as a backlog. Whether you like Kingdom Hearts. Final Fantasy uh, 10 and 10 2 we covered. The world ends with you. Now Twin Peaks. I, I recommend it. That's got it memorized. Uh, and I'm also writing essays about uh, Disney movies and a project called Make Mine Movies. You can find them uh, all at ghostofjoe.com. Or if you'd rather listen to audio versions than read, uh, maybe you want a combination of both if you like transcripts or listening. Or, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, both are available to you. Uh, if you search Make Mine Movies on a podcast app or Spotify, you can listen there. Subscribe. They come out Mondays and Fridays. And they come out at the same time as the written essays. You can subscribe to the newsletter to get them in emails. Uh, the full thing is in the email. They're they're getting shorter as I'm getting into some of these fluffier movies of the, of the 70s, 60s, 70s. And uh, yeah, that's Make Mine Movies. Ghostofjoe.com. And uh, I think that's that's it. Uh, I already talked about our Patreon a bunch. Patreon.com slash WeAreWatchingOP. You can follow the show on Twitter at WeAreWatchingOP. Uh, it's the same handle. Sometimes we tweet. I sometimes we retweet stuff uh, about One Piece. Uh, typically no spoils, spoilers of what we've passed for, for Jory's sake. There's a couple characters I've retweeted fan art of because, I mean, I can't exactly pretend... To, I can't be your friend and not talk about Okiku, you know? So, uh, yeah, there's a couple like that. Um, I know I tweeted Bart like a year ago, I think, just because I was like, I love this boy. I'm thinking about this boy. But, uh, yeah, you can follow us there for that. Uh, you can, yeah, the Discord. There's also a Discord you can join. If you go to theorangegroves.com, the network that we're on, you can, uh, there's a link at the bottom of the page to join um, to, uh, to talk about One Piece, to talk about the podcast. Uh, I know Plockwas and... Uh, a lot of other people talk about, um, you know, the new chapters as they post behind spoiler tags. Please, you know, use spoiler tags liberally. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's that's all I can think to plug. So, Jory, now I'm going to ask you, uh, what do you what do you think's going to happen next time? So, um, <laughs> what what what's going to happen is um, we're gonna we're gonna get to the final four. It's going to be a fatal four way of 
You know, actually, I don't, I don't fucking understand the structure of this tournament. Um, <laughs> there's, there's four fucking <laughs> groups of people fighting, and one, like you know, one winner comes out of each four, and then there's a final four-way fight, and then I guess <sighs> they have to fight. I don't remember. I think they might have to fight the dope, <laughs> dope Don Quixote pirates afterwards. Whoever wins that one. Maybe it's eight for okay. all. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's that's what that's where I've lost it. I, uh, I, I I don't remember the specifics in large part because of spoilers. I won't say, but um. So uh, I, I think Luffy's Luffy's gonna be in, in in this final fight against I I he's he's gonna beat all of the other survivors, uh, including Bart. It's just sorry, how Luffy's got to win. It's his show. How's he gonna, how's show. He gonna punch through the barrier? He can stretch around it. Come um, <laughs> <laughs> gum boomerang, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but then um, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna beat his way through the elite four Doflamingo pirates, and then he's the champion. Luffy's Luffy gonna be Luffy's gonna be exhausted, and then uh, just the music's gonna hit. And they're gonna be like, "Oh my God! I thought Bellamy was eliminated." And Bellamy's gonna run back in, because um, there's no way they're gonna book it so poorly that Luffy uh, doesn't get to face the person he fought before, and they made a big deal about them seeing each other again. <laughs> and he's gonna, they're gonna go to fight, uh, fight each other, and Bellamy's gonna be about to beat Luffy. And he's, and he's gonna be like, oh, Luffy cheered for me in in tournament. I I just can't I can't do it. I guess I like the guy too much. And then Luffy's gonna be like, well, I'm gonna win. And then he does a big punch and beats Bellamy. And then he goes, hey, you're cool. You want to join my crew? <laughs> Bellamy joins <laughs> the crew. And then Bellamy like gets his his tattoo changed. He gets he gets it like f- colored in with white and turned into like the straw hat logo instead of the Doflamingo pirate logo. Sure. And Luffy has the fruit. He just like puts it on a shelf like a trophy. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think Bart wants to give the fruit to? What do you think his deal is? Um, or any, any of these, or any of these characters deal. If you have, if you have any idea of where the fuck they're gonna go, um, especially Bart though. Bart's the one I'm the most curious about. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I'm stupid, I just keep thinking he's like a cat. I'm just like, oh, he's friends with Kuro. <laughs> you know that character that's never showed up again? <laughs> yeah, they're like Bellamy coming back. I'm like, I can't imagine anyone before Bellamy coming up again. Like, I, <laughs> with the exceptions of, I guess, uh, you know, like Vivi or, or Crocodile or something. But like any, any pre-Grand Line people showing up again, yeah. I'd be like, no, no. I was Smoke, say, Smoker yeah. and Tashigi, and I guess Buggy are exceptions to that too. But you know what I mean. You know, you know which people I'm talking about. Uh, I just forgot. Wait, full that body I was... still on this fucking show. Never mind. You, you just reminded me that um, uh, I while well, they were showing the silhouette of um Rebecca, I was like, is that Alvita? <laughs> <laughs> the silhouette that, looks like Alvita. Fucking is that a big titty lady in One Piece. Let me fucking narrow that down. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, Re- yeah. There wasn't a lot of Rebecca on this, but that's a thread too. And the the Kira statue. I mean, statue I don't know. And... Maybe Bart wants to give it to Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> he's why not? He's he, he's got to stick around. He's <laughs> the Revolutionary Army hasn't been tied into this at all. Why not? <laughs> sure hasn't. 
<laughs> Beyond uh, that one guy going, if I would have known Dra <laughs> if I would have known Garp had a son, I would have killed Dragon oh, and God. made sure you didn't live. We were talking. <laughs> so funny. I forgot about that. What a fucking like heart. Like what a thing to say. Like oh, if only I know he had the the first kid, I would have killed him there. <laughs> you wouldn't exist. Oh, brutal, brutal stuff. Uh, well, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm, it's all true. Everything you've said is true. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm so excited to, to keep talking about Dressrosa and Bart, <laughs> mainly Bart, uh, as we continue uh, these episodes. But until next time, to be continued. continued. Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah. of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.